Well, after uh, a thrilling, if, if not exactly fantastically offensive game between the New England Patriots and the Indianapolis Colts, I'm delighted to be joined by Ned Atkins from IndyStar and James Boyd from the Atlantic Boat, the Indianapolis Colts riders, to get a Colts perspective on, on the game. The Colts are now sitting with 5-5. Five five. Were we expecting this good record by the time you head into the bye week? No, I wasn't quite expecting it to be 5-5. Five five. You know, this is a very young team. You're supposed to be even younger with, with Anthony Richardson starting a quarterback and uh, meant to be a year of growing pains and manageable schedule. But uh, I think they have they pulled out some games in sometimes ugly ways like today, sometimes impressive ways where they found ways to score with a backup quarterback. But they've, they've just kind of overcome a lot uh, this year, just injuries at premium positions and youth, like I said. But I think Shane Seikens getting the most out of this team right now. And, um, we'll see how, how long they can keep it going, but right now they're, they're five and five. I don't think many people have them. I agree. I mean, I picked them to go five and twelve this season, so they're five and five right now. So they're looking like they might do me wrong. But again, like Nate said, when Anthony Richardson went down, you just didn't know what to expect. And truly, we still don't know what to expect. But every week, they find a way to kind of stay in the game and give themselves a chance. James, we talked to a lot of the fans outside, and they were expecting that the Bill Belichick would find a way to get at. Um, at Gardner Minshew as he does with these quarterbacks it turned out to be the way around I think Shane Steichen managed to find a way to get at Mac Jones kept sacking him in the, in the first half didn't really give him much room in the second half uh, do you have, were you impressed with the defensive plan the Colts put out today? Yeah I thought that you know, Dio had a huge game Dio Dango best game of his career three sacks in the first half and it felt like they set the tone early and forced you know, the offense to sort of speed up and, and it got to Mac Jones a bit and you see it on that last second interception in the fourth quarter where it's like no one's really pressuring you. You have a pretty clear throwing path, and you kind of overthink it and you short arm it. So they did a good job of putting pressure on him and just giving himself a chance because, like I said, their offense isn't really working that well in their own right. So they're trying to figure out a way to make sure that, okay, if we can't do anything, and you definitely can't do anything. That's what happened in the game. In terms of the, uh, the offense, I think, um, you know, Gardner Minshew felt a bit more confident today. I know he threw that pick in the second half, but do you think that he's working better with his receivers today, or was there something missing? Because, of course, this is the first time this season that the Colts have gone less, scored less than 20 points. But they still, I think, looked, uh, looked a better team, or probably a bit shortchanged with their 10 points. They probably earned a bit more than they got. Yeah, it's interesting. When you write about the Colts from their perspective, that the fan base grew up with offense. They grew up with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. So this team is, is aging some fans. Uh, just some of the things going on at quarterback and the offense. They have, up until this week, found ways to score 20-plus points. It's kind of amazing how they've done that. But today it, it didn't work that same way. I think today they just they were the better team. It was more about stopping Mac Jones and what their defense did than I think the offense. I really think it was, again, they had to kind of overcome the passing game. They had a few occasional big plays. Isaiah McKenzie, Josh Downs, Alec Pierce, each one, Michael Pittman, each one kind of came up with some key first downs when they needed it. But, you know, I, I, it was kind of how I thought it would go, where Bill Belichick is all after Jonathan Taylor, make them do anything but run with him. And, you know, I think they just kind of survived that way. You know, Gardner mostly kept the ball out of harm's way outside of the pick, but he was constantly under duress. When he's, when he's on the move and he's, he doesn't have his feet set, it's not the way that they want to play. So a lot of scramble drill type stuff today. And they, but luckily they protected the ball enough to, to not get the win. Uh, you guys have both come from the uh, Indianapolis Colts uh, press conferences where you were talking to the players and I assume you're saying Do you think they enjoyed the fact that they were playing in Germany to a crowd that was hostile towards them? 
Yeah, uh, before as Buckner said, it felt like they were in Foxborough for a second there because of how loud the Brewers were and how the pitchers made a play. I think that kind of gave them a little bit more juice, a little more oomph to go out there and play well. But at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing was just leaving here with the win because obviously flying back home for eight hours with a loss on your mind, a loss like this, and, and like the Patriots are doing, it's probably going to be pretty hard to carry. And just in terms of the rest of the season now, I was speaking to a couple of Coles fans here. I mean, you're sitting at 5-5, five and five, and the AFC South against teams which you could quite easily beat. Is there a playoff run coming in the Coles, or is it going to be a long winter? I mean, at 5-5, five and five, they've got a shot, and that's what they want right now. It's going to the bye week, get healthy, and get a couple guys back, or guys in, in better spots, guys like Sayer Franklin, Josh Downs, hobbled out there. So they're going to get healthier. Uh, I still think the, ex- the likelihood is that this is not a playoff team, partly because the Jaguars are quite a bit far ahead and have the tiebreaker. So they're going to have to go for one of those wild card spots. Uh, their schedule sets up nicely, though. They do have you know, a lot of winnable games. Really only one high-level quarterback left on the schedule, which is Joe Burrow. Outside of that, it could be another, you know, another situation where they can just win with their defense against some, some struggling quarterbacks. So, they wanted to be at this spot where they're in it, but I do think they have to figure out a lot of things, especially on offense and passing games, to really become a little bit more than that and get over the hump to be in the playoffs. And just the last word to you, James. Do you think that uh, early or midway through uh, Shane Sykin's first uh, season as head coach in Indianapolis Colts, do we think that he's the right man to lead the Colts back to playoff glory? I think he is. I mean, I don't think they would be 5-5 five five without him. He's been one of the better offensive minds in the NFL. I mean, today, it feels crazy to say that right now with only 10 points on the board. However, they found a way every single week, and you have to consider all the changes they've had. You know, JT missed a month, you know, while he was in the pup list with an ankle injury. Uh, Anthony Richardson obviously going down, Gardner Mitchell coming in. Even today, they finally get their offensive line back healthy, and then Ryan Kelly goes down. They have only had their offensive line healthy for one full game, for one game this season, which was the season opener. So to look at where they started to where they are now at 5-5, five and five, it gives Shane Stack a lot of credit, and he does feel like he's the reason why, one of the biggest reasons why they can move in the right direction and kind of turn the page from like that weird chapter where they didn't really have an identity of the team. All right, listen, you guys both been awesome. I hope you enjoy your rest of the time in Frankfurt. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, just, so you got any recommendations for beer, by the way, Nate? I haven't tried any of the German brews yet. Oh, my gosh. You know, I sat down at a couple of pubs where they just said beer. I said, sure, they brought me one. And <laughs> I didn't find out what it was, but every one was a banger. So Awesome. Um, I'm looking maybe, forward to, to trying to I go back to the market I'll, tonight. I'll check out some actual, write down some of the names so I can remember them. But uh, it, it's kind of hard to miss here. Awesome.